is up, young adults? Welcome back to another podcast. We're excited to have you back again. Don't forget to email us at tpolcya at gmail.com and also follow us at ya underscore power love. Uh, we're pretty excited to get back into this today. We're going to be talking about is it God's will for you to be healed? Is it? I guess we're going to find out. Uh, guys, I got here Courtney and Victoria here with me What's again. What's up? Hello. Yes, so we want to talk about is it God's will for you to be healed? So this will kind of be part three of our healing podcast. And the reason we kind of wanted to go back to this subject is because I feel like a lot of people have that question. Is it always God's will for me to be healed? Can we know for sure if it is? You know, a lot of people pray, oh, Lord, we'll heal this person if it's your will. But, you know, the Bible is the will of God. So we can we can know what God's will is by studying his word. And that empowers us to pray in faith and know what God's will is for your life. And so we're going to kind of talk about some things that maybe you've heard people say or questions that people have asked. For instance, you know, people wondering, okay, well, is it is it only talking about spiritual healing or is it even talking about physical healing? And how can we know and be confident of God's will for our life? Um, so the first scripture that I wanted to read is actually Hebrews chapter 1. In verse 2, it says, so we're, you know, we're talking about how can we know God's will. So it says right here, Hebrews 1, 2, that God in the last days has spoken to us in the person of of a son. So what that's saying is that God in the, in the you know in the times of old it says that he gave bits and pieces of of the revelation the mysteries of God through prophets through the through our forefathers but now after Jesus has come God actually spoke to us through the person of a son and it says in verse 3 that Jesus is the sole expression of the glory of God the perfect imprint and very image of God's nature so what that means is that when you read the gospels when you read the life of Jesus that is actually what God is saying to you and so I don't know about you but when I read the gospels it is right and left Jesus healing all who were sick who were filled with disease so what that's what when you read the gospels you see that Jesus healed all that is God the father saying to you it is my will that you're healed it is my will that you are whole you know and the bible says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth he went around doing good healing all who were oppressed by the devil and Jesus said I only do what I see the father do so we can know from the gospels from the life of Jesus that it is always God's will for us to be healed and you know the first time I heard this it's kind of it's kind of shocking and you know and you really have to study it out of God's word but the truth is that if you are a born-again believer you don't have to be sick one more day in your life and that sounds really strong but once you get the revelation of God's word on the inside of you you realize that that can be your reality so yeah I mean in that scripture acts 10 38 right the Mm -hmm that Jesus of Nazareth has done good and healing all, uh, you know, what is good? You know, is it good to be sick? Is it good to stay sick? Is it good to tolerate sickness? Is it good that, you know, we would think that, you know, a God would put sickness on us? I know not a lot of people um, necessarily think that, but there are people that think that, you know what, I, I, um, I, I believe that I'm going through this disease or this sickness and it's, and it's God trying to teach me something. It is, you know, God kind of put this on me to, um, to, I don't know, grow me and strengthen me so that I endure, right? You know, we read about endurance and things like that in the Bible, but that is not good. You know, God's, what it says, he did good healing all. You know, if it's, if that was something that was bad or if, if good, if having sickness was 
a good thing, then it wouldn't have said that he did good healing all good. Goodness is God. Um, healing is, is Jesus Christ being the one that will come save you, heal you and, um, make your life new and change forever. Why? Because, um, when you are, when you are healed, when you are well, then you are able to be empowered to go out and pray for other people using your authority. Because it says in, in, uh, scriptures that these signs will follow those who believe they will lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. So we know that healing from the word of God, is a good thing if you turn to Matthew 12 12 in a second I will flip there say amen if you're at Matthew 12 12 Matthew 12 verse 12 it says oops um, so it's talking about how Jesus was healing on the Sabbath, right? So, you know, healing being a good thing, but in the old Testament, um, uh, I mean, yeah, really the, the religious leaders, you know, looked at Jesus and they were like, is this guy going to do work on the Sabbath? They started to, to, you know, think, okay, you know, being a, a, a religious mindset of thinking, okay, this Jesus, he's going to come, he's going to do work. But Jesus makes it, makes a point here that um, his healing of this man that had a withered hand, he was sick for uh, who knows how many years, but he had a, uh, he had an issue, but he had said in verse 12 of how much more value is this man than a sheep. Therefore it is it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. And in verse 13, it says, then he said to the man, stretch out your hand," and he stretched it out and it was restored as whole as the other hand. So really we can see here, you know, what Jesus was doing was good. He wasn't doing anything bad. He was leading people to himself through healings. And it says also in Matthew 12 verse, uh, just a couple of verses down, in verse um, 15, when Jesus, but when Jesus knew it, he withdrew from there. So basically, you know, after he healed him, the Pharisees were out to get him, you know, because he was doing work on the Sabbath. He was doing good. On he the was doing good on the Sabbath. And, and what are they thinking that this is a bad thing, that healing? No, they, they had it wrong, too. You know, so we have to understand that healing is a good thing. So verse 15, it says, when Jesus knew it, he, when he knew that they were, they were coming after him, it says he withdrew from there and great multitudes followed him and he healed them all. You know, Jesus became someone that people sought him because he was doing signs. He was doing miracles. He was doing wonderful things. He was doing things that people were praising him for. Why? He knew the will of God for his life. He knew what God had called him to do. His, his ministry, what God had called him to do was not just to, uh, to seek the lost, but it was to heal the lost too, to, to heal all those. If you turn to Matthew 4, verse 23, it says... Verse 23, and Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all 
kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all of Syria and they brought to him all the sick people who were afflicted by various diseases and torments and those who were demon possessed, epileptics and paralytics and he healed them. He healed them. They brought them uh, people of all kinds of sickness, all kinds of diseases and it says great multitudes followed him. This was a, a pillar of his ministry to one, not only preach the gospel, to teach them, um, teach them about the kingdom of God, but to heal all those who were sick, sick and oppressed by the devil. When we cut out this part of Jesus's ministry, we are cutting out one of the biggest things that Jesus had done to, to on, on earth. He was walking about doing good, healing all who were sick and oppressed by the devil. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people think, you know, you read all of this in the Gospels. I mean, literally every page, Jesus healed someone. Um, so, you know, what about the, pe there are people who say, okay, well, maybe that's, that's all symbolizing spiritual healing. How yeah. can we know that this, this physical healing is part of our salvation? Yes, it is symbolizing spiritual healing, but it, it's also symbolizing our bodily physical healing. Um, and, you know, we talked about this in one of the first ones. It says in Galatians 3.13 that Jesus Christ has purchased our freedom from all the curse of the law, becoming a curse for us, and he was nailed to the cross. So, um, you know, Deuteronomy 28 verse 61, it says that part of the curse is every sickness and every disease. Mm -hmm. So what that means is that Jesus Christ himself became your sickness, every sickness, every bodily pain that the devil wanted to lay on you, Jesus Christ became that sickness and was crucified to the cross. So every sickness that, that could have come upon your body is actually had, has been killed at the cross, has yeah. been put to death, and you have actually been raised to life with Jesus Christ. And so another way that we know, so our physical body is part of our redemption. Um, you know, Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, he's talking about glory glorifying God in your body. Um, and in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 13, it's, it says at the end, it says, the Lord is intended for the body to save, sanctify, and raise it again. God both raised the Lord to life, and he will raise us up by his power. Do you not see and know that your bodies are, are members and bodily parts of Christ himself? So your body, and he's talking about the physical body right here. If you read it in context, he's talking about your physical body because he's talking about, um, you know, he's uh, rebuking them for sexual immorality and he's saying how our bodies are holy, that our bodies are actually members of, of Jesus's body. And the truth is when you understand Jesus Christ is not sick, he's seated at the right hand of God, full of power, and we're actually seated with him in heavenly places. We are members of his body. So his life, his healing power actually flows through our body. You know, as literal as you take the Bible, that's, that will be, you know, everything is according to your faith. You have to believe, you have to take the Bible literally because it, this is literal. Paul, you know, you can, every scripture is so serious. I say this, like you can put in front of it. Don't you know God was serious when he said that you are a bodily member of Jesus Christ himself. And, um, you know, later in verse 19, in that same chapter, he even says, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives within you. And then in verse 20, this is it. This is it right here. 
you talking about our bodies, he's, you had to read this in context. He says, you were bought with a price, purchased with preciousness, paid for, made his own. So glorify God in your body. He literally says right here that the blood of Jesus actually paid for your body. He purchased you with his blood. And it says, glorify him in your body. Okay, so how do you glorify God in your body? Well, first of all, he's talking about, you know, being pure. Yeah. But it says in... um. Matthew chapter 9, if, uh, verse 6 through 8, Jesus is talking to this lame man. He's been paralyzed since yeah. birth. And he says, he looks at him and he says, arise, take up your bed and go to your house. And it says that he arose and departed to his house. And so he was healed. His, his body was instantly strengthened. And then it says in verse 8, when the multitude saw it, they marveled and they glorified God mm -hmm. who had given such power to men. So this clearly shows clearly shows and proves that God is glorified when people are healed in their body. So when Paul is instructing us, your body was bought with a price. Now glorify God in your body. God is not glorified in sickness. God is glorified yeah. when we are healed. And like Courtney um, has been talking about too, that Jesus went around healing all. John 17 verse 4, Jesus said, I have glorified you, Father, down on earth by completing what you've given me to do. So healing them all. God is glorified when people are healed. God is glorified when people are healthy. And he has purchased our bodies with his very own blood. So that proves that, it you, you know, it's not just talking about spiritual healing, that our bodies are a part of it. I mean, you can even go back to, like, uh, yeah. basic principles, like, if, if your father, if your dad, has your dad ever told you, I want you to be sick? No. Right. Or has your dad ever, I yeah, mean, exactly. has he ever done you wrong on purpose? Like if God is our father and God is, and God is love and he loves us, what kind of love puts sickness on you to learn a lesson? Yeah. That's not love. That's not, that's not what God is. And uh, you have to be confident in God's word and your faith has to be strong enough to realize that I've already been bought with the price and this doesn't belong in my body and this is only going to you have to be confident in your own faith and in in the blood for yourself otherwise this won't work for you definitely True. yeah no and i love i i love that verse john 7 4 that victoria just talked about it said i've glorified you down here on earth by completing the work that you gave me to do you know jesus again going back to what i was saying earlier he really knew that it was the will of God to heal. And he wasn't going to compromise that no matter what, no matter what other people were saying, no matter what the Pharisees were saying, are you really going to heal this guy on the Sabbath? Like, no, he knew what the father's will was, was, yes. and he was not going to let, uh, the, you know, God's will and purpose for his life to be compromised because of what other people were saying. Amen. So a big thing, how did Jesus get the will of the father so ingrained in him? I know we talked about this in, in the first podcast um, on healing but you know back to Luke 4 it talks about how uh, right after he was baptized in the Holy Spirit he was baptized in water and then he had the Holy Spirit fall upon him at the, uh, in the Jordan River and it says that the Spirit led him out for 40 days into the desert and he prayed fasted for 40 days what was he doing during that time he was seeking the lord he was hearing from god he was receiving the will of the father inside of him that wasn't a wasted time that wasn't a time uh that was purposeless but it was purposeful and so you know it says in that in that scripture john 7 14 the work that he gave me to do that was a time that god had shown him hey here's what it is 
and here's what I'm calling you to do. So he knew exactly what he needed to do. And he continued in it too. It says in Mark 1, verse 35, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, Jesus went out and departed to a solitary place. And there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. But he said to them, Let us go to the next towns that I might preach there also, because for this purpose I have come forth. And he was preaching in the synagogues throughout all of Galilee and casting out demons. What happened right after that? A leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him and saying to him, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then it says in verse 41, Jesus was moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be clean. He was willing. And you know why? Because he was spending time with the Lord daily, praying, asking the Lord, put your will on the inside of me. He knew the will of the Father. And he wasn't, like I was saying, he wasn't going to compromise uh, that any anywhere because he knew that was for this purpose. It says in 1 John 3, 8, uh, was the son of man made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. He came to undo the works of the devil. Whatever yeah. thing in your body that was not placed there by God because it says that we have been made whole. We are healed by his stripes. We have been healed. So, you know, and, and also that scripture in um, 1 John five, four, I'm not sure where it is, but it says as, um, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. So anything that Jesus, Jesus is whole, he is healthy. So as he is, so are we, anything that's in our body, he came to undo that. You have something in your body. He will undo it. He will come and destroy it with the power of God by his word. He is willing and he can, we have to know that and we have to understand it. It's, it's crazy how Jesus just came and totally destroyed religion, like religion yes. in, in a whole, like, they they were so the fact that somebody will get mad because Jesus was healing on the Sabbath day shows how crooked religion is and i don't i just don't understand how people still today uh, knowing the having the bible right. it really just knowing shows a lack of the word or a, some kind of lack of understanding wherever they're going wrong but it, it it just shows that there it's it's totally unscriptural for you to be sick right when when you know right. that Jesus died on the inside of you and cast and and that Jesus totally broke religion that says if you do this then you get this yeah, if you do right. this then you That's get so this good. consequence and you realize that Jesus came and totally broke that and said even though you were a sinner and you deserve sickness I came and died so that you would never be sick again and you, once you catch a hold of that you'll yeah. never spend another second sick a day in your life right right and you know I think a big part of it too is having an understanding that like that sickness is not of God. And right. I think religion sometimes it blurs that. It's like, oh, we don't really know. But like Courtney read that scripture. Well, that's because religion's like, religion's like religion's like a roller coaster ride. One day they're right. just so high with God and the next day they deserve death right. almost. Yeah. Right. They deserve cancer. Right. You have to know right. you're a kingdom citizen and you were mm -hmm. bought with a price and you've been accepted into the family of God. Right. And that with that, becomes whole healing and you don't have to write this wondering oh am i good with god am i not like you right. said in the first podcast am i good with god or i'm not or always trying to get good with god you you right you can't get any better god has already given all of he's going to give you right. it's your job to connect yourself to him and how deep is that connection is totally up to you right 
Yeah. And, and you know, it says like that. So you have to understand too, that sickness is always demonic. Right. It's always, it's God's is never for sickness. Jesus never made anyone sick. Yeah. And that scripture that Courtney read, I love that scripture in first John where it says, this is why the son of God yeah. was made manifest. This is why Jesus came to destroy the work of the devil. Mm-hmm. So obviously sickness is a work of the devil. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, you have to understand that. And, you know, and I think a lot of people too th- think, okay, so this is another thing that people say, well, God allow, why is God allowing this sickness? But actually God gave us this all power and all authority mm-hmm. over the work of the devil. Yeah. It says in Luke 10, 19, Jesus told his disciples, I give you all authority and power to trample on serpents and scorpions um, and, and over all the power of the enemy. And so, you know, we have to understand, you know, when you receive your healing, you're not begging God. Mm-hmm. He already did everything he's going to do by sending Jesus. And he gave us, he allows what you allow, what you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. What you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. You know, you can't just accept everything that comes your way. And I think religion, like Georgie's saying, religion tries to tell you, like, you just kind of accept whatever's coming. Cause you feel like, Oh, well maybe it's my fault or maybe it's God's, God's not, it's God's saying. teaching me something yeah. or whatever. But you know, when you really have an understanding, I am the righteousness of God in Christ and that the power of the devil has been destroyed and broken from off of my life. And I actually have all power and all authority to get this sickness out of my body and not only your body, Hallelujah. but to heal other people. Yeah, and, the, and there's totally, it's like, and a lot of like, uh, uh, basic Christians, I'm gonna call you basic, but basic Christians, <laughs> they, they go with like, Oh, you know, everybody's eventually going to get the flu or any, anybody's, right. uh, everybody's eventually going to get, you know, a cough or a fever. No, I will never get a fever. I will never get a cough. Right. I don't care if it's a sniffle. I will never get it because the Bible says that I don't have to, that, that Amen. doesn't pertain to me that Amen. that can't live in my body. If the, my body is a temple right. for the Holy spirit, for Jesus, for God's spirit to live inside of me. How am I, I, how am I going to allow the flu to live in the same place that the Holy Spirit is supposed to dwell in. Yes. Right, that's totally up to me. Right. And that's like, that's it. It, it, it's, it's just, it's such so contemporary it's, Christian that, oh, you know, everybody, no, I'm not everybody. God set me apart. You can be sick every day in your life and that's totally up to you. But for me and my family, I will never tolerate sickness in my life. Right. Well, yeah, because it, it really, for? it's been paid it for. Really, it really, it, I don't have to, I don't have to, tolerate it hey do you want sickness yes or no no i don't want it okay then cool i don't need it and then you can say glory be to god god be glorified in my body like i am walking in health and healing because god has done it for me he's purchased it and i'm gonna you know i'm not gonna let the cross be in vain i'm not gonna let what jesus christ has done be be for nothing and and god gets glorified for that and 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 it even says that we are the the children of god we are created for signs and for wonders you know what we are to be a sign we are to be a wonder you know jesus christ in us is is a sign and it's a wonder and and we are to be displays and and uh and of god's goodness that's it you know when when people see us they see miracles they see signs they see wonders and like victoria was saying you know we are given authority to uh to do signs miracles and wonders really like and, and the bible says we are we are on this world but not of this world right. if i'm not of this world then these worldly sicknesses and these worldly disease and these worldly symptoms do not pertain to me right because it is lawfully does lawfully does not pertain to me right yeah. and you have to get that in your spirit that what's permitted to afflict other people 
It's not permitted to afflict you. That's the whole point of being redeemed. That's the whole point of being bought with a price. You know, don't let the blood of Jesus go in vain. Don't let the the stripes on his back. You know, he was whipped for this. This is not just like, oh, whatever. No, he had to come down and he was brutally whipped. Don't let that go in vain for one more day in your life. And you know, all you have to do is believe that this is true. This is not some hard thing to receive. This has been paid for. And as soon as you have the revelation out of God's word and you know it, the Bible actually says kind of like, like Georgie was saying, people think that you have to get sick, but if the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if you think you're going to get, if you, uh, that's your expectation, your expectation will not be cut off. But I encourage you after today, expect to never be sick a day in your life. And, and you know, and, and one thing you should, pra- everybody should always practice is because where people go wrong is they start saying, oh yeah, I'm sick or man, I feel this or I feel this. Growing up, that was like a cuss word in my house was I can't and I feel because it doesn't matter what your body feels and it yeah. doesn't matter what you what you can or cannot do because Jesus already did what he did for you so that means you don't have to do anything it does even if I felt sick I never once I don't think I've ever said in my life I'm sick I, I if I wasn't feeling good oh I, I yeah I'm not feeling my best but I'm not I'm not gonna say it because Jesus the the God created the world with his words. God said, let there be light. And to this day, light is still going. Infinity is yeah. still going. Because when he spoke it out and when he when he gave when he he gave us the power to speak out with our words and to build with our words. So if you continually say, Man, I'm sick, or man, you know, I just feel like crap today, well then go ahead and feel like crap because you've already spoke those words into existence. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you're thinking because obviously that's Georgie grew up in this and like believing for that. And this comes across very strong because I know I had never really heard it this strong taught on healing. But and maybe you're thinking, wow, this is like really, really coming off strong. But I do just want to show you out of God's word in Acts chapter 14. It actually says, you know, Paul, Paul was preaching and it says that um there was a man there, and it says um, in Acts 14, verse 8, Now at Lystra, a man sat who was impossible to use his feet. He was crippled from birth and had never walked. So imagine this guy, crippled from birth, has no muscles in his legs, total atrophy of his legs. And it says in verse 9, He was listening to Paul as he talked. And Paul, gazing intently at him, observing that he had faith to be healed, shouted, saying, stand up on your feet. And the man leaped up and walked. So I just want to present that to you. What do you think that Paul was preaching that gave this man who had not one ounce of muscle in his legs or his feet, gave him the faith to to get up and walk? You know, Paul must have been preaching this strong, strong. And he had the revelation. He's the one who wrote 1 Corinthians that I was reading earlier, that your body is the temple of God. And so, you know, I encourage you, maybe you're listening to this. Maybe you do have something in your body. And I know that as you've been listening to the word of God, the word of God releases faith. So, you know, if you have something in your body, I just want to pray for you right now and believe with you that that faith is going to draw on the power of God to heal you. So Lord, I just pray for every listener, God, if there's anyone that is sick in their body, has pain 
pain in their body. I curse it in the name of Jesus. I command every listener to be healed in the name of Jesus and that every listener would have a grace to stand in faith, to stand in divine health, Lord. We thank you for every young adult that you've drawn to this podcast by your grace, by your goodness, Lord. And I thank you that you're giving them the power, the ability, and the revelation of your word to not be sick one more day in their life, Lord. I loose the healing miracle power of God into every body, into every hearer, that they might be free from their infirmity, that they might be healed, and not only healed, Lord, but supernatural strength for all of their days until Jesus returns. And I thank you, Lord, that you are glorified when your people are healed. You are glorified when your people are strong. So we thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. And if you if you felt the power of God in your body as we prayed that, you know, I encourage you, message us. You know, we want to hear. Go go we, ahead and start doing something you yeah. couldn't do. If you, if you if your back was hurting, go ahead and start bending down, touching your toes. This is all this is what we were talking about, taking a step of faith. It, it by your it's by your faith that you were healed, and it's by your faith that you just received your healing. So by faith, go ahead and start doing something that you couldn't do before and watch as God's power heals you even then as we prayed this. And go ahead, when you receive your healing, go ahead and DM us. Go ahead yes, and testify. Because Give God we, glory. Because the devil hates testimony. Yes. And the more you testify, the more you build your faith. And the more you build your faith, the more the more likely next time something tries to come upon you, you'll recognize it yes. and yes. it won't come upon you. Please testify. Yes, God is glorified. So what, yes. one, one more just to end off the podcast. I don't know if you have anything more to say, but uh, to end it off, never lose sight of what Jesus did on the cross because the moment you lose sight of that, you, you'll lose out on so much that God has for you. But again, thank you for uh, listening to this podcast and we're really glad if you haven't heard the other ones, go back and listen. We have Healing Part 1, Healing Part 2, Getting to Know Us. And uh, again, email us at T-P-O-L-C-Y-A at gmail.com and you can also dmail dm us at ya underscore power of love and yeah guys go go ahead we're on spotify anchor breaker apple podcast stay tuned for a lot more of awesome content and make sure you like subscribe and share see you later guys hey guys thanks for listening to our podcast today Don't forget to follow and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and Breaker. Also, don't forget to follow our social media at YA underscore Power of Love. Thanks for listening.